Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good morning, fellow mega semi-fascists. Welcome to the Terra Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. This is John Whitmer filling in for Terra this morning. I, uh, For those of you who haven't had a chance to for us to get to know each other, I served for four years in the Kansas House of Representatives representing the West Wichita part of our state. And I've been involved in Kansas politics for a couple of decades now, working on multiple campaigns in addition to my own at the state and the national level. Been a delegate to the last three Republican national conventions. And I'm also fortunate enough to host the John Whitmer Show on Sunday nights on the Odyssey affiliate here in Wichita on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS here in Wichita. If you'd, if you'd like to join us this morning, reach out. You can text the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307 or call me on the GS Plumbing talk line at 800-347-1063. And you can find me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. I'm very active on social media, very active on Twitter. I would love to hear from you. Speaking of which, I understand, uh, Mark, you're from Greer, but you're a Kansan by native is that is that right you're originally from kansas well i'm originally from south louisiana but i ah. lived in kansas for well over 20 years Where whereabouts in kansas uh wabunsee county oh sure yeah i've been to wabunsee i just this last election cycle i worked for uh, our attorney general Derek schmidt who was our nominee for governor and I don't know how we keep doing it. Somehow Kansas now twice has elected a Democrat, an incredibly liberal Democrat for governor. And I worked uh, on the governor's race not only this time, but four years ago I worked on the last governor's campaign. And so I've been to Wabunsee County a couple times. <laughs> Trust me, uh, <laughs> we, we got some rural parts of Kansas. <laughs> That's one of them. Oh, yes. What can we do for you this morning? Oh, yes. Well, uh, when I lived in Kansas, I was – absolutely perplexed at uh, what I viewed as the bipolar nature of Kansas politics. Kansas is generally a red state, but it seems to swing back and forth, electing extremely uh, conservatives to electing extreme liberals. You know, look, you get Brown back and the next, next, you know, page, you, you get Laura Kelly. Yep. And uh, the, the one that was really extreme, if you remember back in the 2002 governor's race, Kathleen Sebelius versus Tim Schallenberger. Oh, yeah. Tim I Schallenberger remember. was extremely conservative. 
and he won the party's nomination. And then I saw a large segment of the Republican Party throw their weight behind Kathleen Sebelius. They torpedoed him. Yep. And of course, Kathleen Sebelius then went on to, to serve under the Obama administration. It, it would just blow my mind uh, to, to see Kansas Republicans suicide themselves for an extremely conservative candidate. And as the years went on, I realized this is not just a Kansas problem. No. This is a national problem. Yep. When I see people like McConnell torpedoing his own candidates, the question is, how the heck do we correct these suicidal tendencies in <laughs> our own party? Well, it's you, you, you nailed it. We're our own worst enemies. And the Democrats have this problem as well. The difference is when they get to the general election, they solve it. Um, you know, they have, they have primary problems, too. You've seen it where AOC is recruiting candidates to primary other Democrats. The, pro, the difference is when they get to the general, Democrats play kumbaya. They get together. They smoke to peace pipe. And they all unite because they hate the evil Republicans. Our problem is, and for example, this last election cycle, I mentioned I worked for Derek Schmidt. He was our outgoing attorney general. Derek Schmidt's a great guy. He mm -hmm. might not have been you know, conservative enough for, he was, but for some you know, hardcore people, people right of me, and that's a small group, but <laughs> for some conservatives, Derek Schmidt wasn't Republican enough, wasn't conservative enough. And like four years ago, Chris Kobach was too conservative. And so Republicans voted for Laura Kelly. This last election cycle, there were some Republicans that Derek Schmidt wasn't conservative enough. So they voted for Dennis Pyle, who was a absolute wackadoodle nut job who couldn't get elected dog catcher. But they either voted for Dennis Pyle or they voted for Laura Kelly. That's our problem as Republicans, is when we get to the general election, we have a purity test and we don't unite around our candidates. Now, part of that is because we're not putting up good candidates. I mean, no offense to Dr. Oz, for example, <laughs> or Herschel Walker, for example, but, you know, if we keep putting up mediocre candidates, this is what's going to happen. And, you know, and I'm looking at the tech stream. You're right. Liberal Republicans would rather vote Democrat than vote for a true conservative. I get that. You are correct there. Because liberal Republicans aren't really Republicans. They're Democrats. We're not talking about rhinos. Rhinos are Republicans in name only. They're not really Republicans. But the moderate Republicans will be, they will vote Republican as long as we unite. The problem that we have is some of us have, we got too many of these conservatives that are just looking for a purity test and are willing to cut off their nose to spite their face. And the Democrats, have they do a much better job than we do of uniting when it comes to the general. Because the bottom line is, I don't care who our Republican nominee is, they're better than the Democrat nominee. And like I, we had the last time I subbed for Tara, I had a caller, we talked about Donald Trump. And I've made it very clear that I don't want 
Donald Trump to be our nominee in 2024. I voted for him twice. I was a delegate for him at the national convention twice. And if Donald Trump is our nominee, I will vote for him again. But I would rather someone like Ron DeSantis or Mike Pompeo or somebody else just because Trump's negatives, I think, outweigh his positives. But if he's the nominee, I'll support him. And I had a caller the last time I was on here for Tara who said, I'll vote for Trump and nobody else. And I said, that's our problem. Because if you say I'll vote for Trump and no one else, then we will lose. And I think that's our problem. We need people who are willing to say, I'll vote for Republican and not the Democrat. You see the difference? I'm not seeing the difference. I, I just think it's really sad, like what we have here in South Carolina with Lindsey Graham. We do. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a big problem because I don't like to hold my nose when I pull the lever. Oh, I get it. Machine. I mean, I had to do it. You know, we had to do it with Mitt Romney. We had to do it with John McCain. And I'm getting tired of doing it. But part of it is at least I'm, uh, it's a better alternative than the Democrat. I wish we could get better candidates. And that's part of our problem with we need to recruit better candidates. But at least we're not getting a Democrat. So, I mean, that's the one saving grace of it. But we do need to do a better job in our primary process of vetting these candidates. And we need to do a better job of recruiting candidates. And that, that falls on our party. Our party has got to do a better job of making sure that we have a litmus test. And, we need to do, and that, count, that comes not only on the party, but on the voters. Don't just take what they say. It's very easy, having been a candidate, look, I could say I'm pro-life. Ask the follow-up question. Have you ever donated to to the pro-life cause? Have you ever walked in a parade? If you're pro-life, why are you pro-life? You know, don't just take what they say. Oh, you're pro-Second Amendment? You believe in the Second Amendment? Okay, why do you believe in the Second Amendment? You know, ask those second-level questions. That's how you get better candidates, is vetting them with in-depth questions. You need to dig deeper than just allowing them to say, I'm pro-life or I support taxes. Oh, really? You want to lower taxes? Okay, have you ever voted to lower taxes? What's your voting record? Because if you see the way they vote versus how they say they're going to legislate— Lindsey Graham's a perfect example. He'll claim to do one thing and then vote the other way. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, that's that's your problem. I'm hearing the music in the background. Mark, I appreciate you. You know, thank you for my fellow Kansans, and I appreciate you, brother. Our text line is open. The call line, studio lines are open. Reach out. I'd love to hear from you. You're listening to The Tara Show on 106.3 WORD. We'll be back right after this. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the Terra Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. This is John Whitmer filling in for Terra this morning. If you'd like to reach out, you can text the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307 or call me on the GS Plumbing talk line at 800-347-1063 and find me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Would love to hear from you. Uh, Yes, Chuck in Woodruff, I agree. We have been holding our noses and voting Republican and the rhinos have been manipulating the primaries for way too long. I, I know. I mean, I, I'm in the same boat, brother. Trust me. Uh, I've had to do it. Um, had to do it too long. The only saving grace, as I mentioned before, is that it's better. I mean, I'd rather hold my nose and vote for a John McCain than a Democrat. And I'm getting awful damn tired of doing it. Uh, and trust me, I worked for the Romney campaign when he ran for president, and I regret that. But I'd still rather have had Mitt Romney in there than Barack Obama. And I hate saying that because, you know, God, Mitt Romney. Ugh, gag. But still, and part of our problem is that we're not doing a good enough job Getting better candidates. Our primary process is terrible, too. I mean, why are we putting up with so many candidates? I mean, I'm sorry. We need to get to a point where we're not running 16 candidates. I mean, when that stage four years ago was a joke. It was a laughing stock. Stop, folks. Your guys... Getting 1% of the vote, stop supporting him. I don't care. I get your passion. I get that you think that your guy's got a shot. He doesn't have a shot. Let's start being realistic. That's that's part of the problem, is we need to start admitting reality when it's staring us in the face. So, Speaking of admitting reality when it's staring you in the face, I don't know if you saw this. Representative Congressman Jim Jordan, love Jim Jordan, by the way, Republican of Ohio, 
launched his first investigation into Joe Biden's mishandling of classified documents since becoming chair of the House Judiciary Committee. Talk about an upgrade. Keep in mind who used to be chairman of the Judiciary Committee. Uh, That was Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) Jerry Nadler, the guy who wore his pants up in his armpits. We've, We've fired him from the chairmanship, and we've got Jim Jordan. What an upgrade. Jordan said, quote, our focus is on the DOJ and how political that's become, Jordan Jordan said. Secretary Clinton mishandled classified documents. President Biden mishandled classified documents. The only home that gets raided is President Trump's, who, by the way, as president, is the ultimate authority, the authority to say on what's classified and what's not and was actually working with the Biden administration's Justice Department prior to them raiding his home. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The real question I have is, why were they looking? Jordan said. It's not like this just happened yesterday. He's been out of the vice president's office for six years. So why did they go there? The conservative Ohio congressman said his fundamental question is, why now? Why were they looking in November of 2022? It's a good question. The other question should be, when they found them in November of 2022, right before, days before the midterms, they found the documents in November. Why are we just finding out about it now? And of course, you know, then we found all, oh, we just found the one, and then we, oh, well, we just found another, and oh, just this week, oh, now we found a third. I mean, it's drip, drip, drip. Meanwhile, Joe is focused on getting more ice cream and pudding, because that's all he's focused on. It's all he cares about. But he did have time. I don't know if you saw this. Joe Biden did have time this week. Didn't have time to locate classified documents. He did, however, have time this me this week once again to block South Dakota from having an Independence Day fireworks celebration at Mount Rushmore. <laughs> See, that's what's priorities for this administration. I don't have time to locate classified documents that happen to be in my garage. But I do have time to prevent South Dakota from celebrating Independence Day. I mean, the priorities of this administration, it's so cattywampus. Biden administration has once again blocked South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem's Independence Day fireworks celebration, citing the need to preserve the natural environment. Like, okay, come on. You think they're going to be that? Flippant that they're not going to take all the necessary precautions. This isn't about that at all. It's about pandering. Is all this about? And it's because she's a Republican and she wants to celebrate Fourth of July in the way she wants to, and he doesn't want that. He don't want to give her a photo op. It, it's just it's so typical. But he had time to do that. He had, he had time to do that, and I'm sure he has time to pander to some other left wing interest groups. But heaven forbid he actually, you know, I don't know, do his job. Uh, you know, he'll do whatever Jilly tells him to do. You're listening to The Terra Show 
on 106.3 WORD. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. be back after this. Welcome back to the Tara Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. This is John Whitmer filling in for Tara this morning. If you'd like to reach out, text the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307 or call me on the GS Plumbing talk line at 800 347 1063, and you can find me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. I would love to hear from you. Well, the U.S. Army is reportedly not backing down on its COVID-19 vaccine order toward members of the National Guard and Army Reserve. In documents obtained by the Daily Caller News Foundation, the Army's latest policy on COVID-19 vaccination states that the provision in the National Defense Authorization Act, overturning the entire military's vaccination mandate does not apply to orders given to the National Guard or Reserves. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> this is what happens when you pass bills in the dark of night without amendments and without reading the 4,000-page bills. Joining us now to explain to us just how wrong this is, is Lieutenant Colonel Lisa Jaster. Colonel Jaster graduated from West Point Academy with a BS in civil engineering and was commissioned as an active duty engineer officer. In 2003, she deployed in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom as a company executive officer, later serving as the battalion operations construction officer. After leaving the active army, Lisa was employed by Shell Oil for 12 years. And then from October, April to October 2015, she took a six-month leave of absence and attended Army Ranger School. Yeah, just, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go to Army Ranger School, being one of three female members that actually graduated from the first integrated Ranger School course. Yeah, yeah no big deal. I'm just going to take a few months off and go complete Ranger School. Colonel, Colonel Jaster, thank you for joining us this evening, and, and thank you for your service to our country. Thank you so much for having me, John. And I love that song, by the way. Oh, well, I, you know, my producer, uh, Dave, is is one of the best. So I can always count on him for, for good <laughs> intro music. So let's, let's look at this. I, uh, on December 30th, the Department of Defense was forced to rescind the COVID-19 shot mandate for all military service members after Biden signed the NDAA into law. And if I'm... Re- reading this right when congress passed that 4000 page omnibus spending bill in the dark of night they rushed it so badly they basically didn't do their due diligence and national guard and reserve members were left out of the protections afforded to all other members of the military is that right am i reading that right I mean, that's what i've seen as well but um i guess what i've seen also is just as we're 
were kind of behind on the mandate being lifted. We were behind on the mandate being instituted as well. Yeah, well, so this yeah. is this is not rare for the. Um, I can't speak for the National Guard. I've never served, and I do know that that's a you know it's a it's a state focused entity. But with regards to the reserve, there is an expectation that it takes a little longer to roll things out for us. Part of the problem is where we sit in in the overall big scheme of things and and how our hierarchies kind of fall out. I just it seems to me, having served in a legislature, I served in the Kansas legislature, and quite often we would pass laws and then the law would go over to the bureaucratic entities. And then they oftentimes what would happen would be this concept of legislative intent where we pass the law and then the, you know, the bureaucrats would sit over there and they'd say, well, we're going to do this the way we want to because we can find a loophole and get away with what we want under the intent of the law. And it seems to me like lawmakers on Capitol Hill had negotiated into the law that all service members would no longer be required to get the jab in order to keep their jobs, the military is clearly ignoring this legislative intent. Isn't that what's happening here? Well, so to my knowledge also, and, and I, I sit on in a very interesting position being a currently serving service member, but also being, of course, a, a citizen who has a full-time job and a career outside of the military. The joy of being a reservist is, yeah. is I've got one foot on both sides of this. But... The, the active duty soldier in me, the person who remembers way back when, when it was my day-to-day job, um, I know that I don't really understand 100% what's going on in the politics in the background, but I do know that as someone who currently serves one week in a month, two weeks out of the year, I left Battalion Command almost a year ago. This was all very, um, very forefront. We were going through the religious and uh, the medical exemptions, we were trying to figure out um, who was disobeying a direct order because they were disobeying a direct order and who was being, um, had honest concerns, and, you know, trying to work through that, which of course, when you deal with people, especially people you only work with for one weekend a month, two weeks out of the year, it's a very complicated situation. But out of all the people I've worked with during that COVID period of time, I don't actually know anyone who lost their uh, lost their job or forced out of the military. Now, I do know that there were some, and this happened after I left command, there, there were mandates that you could no longer attend schools and no right. longer do career progression activities. But I wasn't in the type of unit where that impacted me once those um, stipulations came in. So I can't speak too intelligently about that, but I do feel pretty positive based on the leadership I've worked with all the way up to the chief of the Army Reserve that they're going to stick up for um, the chief of the Army Reserve and the sergeant major of the Army Reserve for sure are going to stick up for the soldiers. Um, retention is a really big issue in the military right now, and we would hate to lose good soldiers who are doing this literally for fun. Because when you think about one week in a month, two weeks out of the year, that's your free time. That's your family time. And so I believe in our leadership because I happen to be in a position in my career where I know them, that our leadership is going to go and fight for our Army reservists. And I'm sure the National Guard leadership is, is very similar.
Yeah, you're referring to that policy, the National Guard, at least, and the Reserve had that policy, at least as of last July, where unvaccinated soldiers who had not received an exemption could no longer participate in federally funded drills and training and would not receive pay or retirement credit. Um, that is still in, in place, at least until, you know, they run a revision of this law or an amendment or the DOD decides to change the policy. We're talking to Lieutenant Colonel Lisa Jaster. Um, the National Guard has a 91% vaccination rate with 5,400 troops refusing the vaccine. The Army Reserves has a 92% vaccination rate with 4,500 refusals. So all those soldiers, at least theoretically, are now no longer protected because the military is choosing to use this loophole to uh, enforce their mandate. It's just a, it seems like, why are you picking this fight? You know, the why is the Department of Defense choosing to pick this fight? especially in your context where you just mentioned that, you know, they want retention. It it would seem like right now would not be the time to then focus on, on a vaccine mandate. And I wish I was, I wish I had access to those um, behind the doors conversations. Um, Just, just as the stats you mentioned percentage wise, it's a low percentage, but you know, percentages don't matter when you're thinking about individuals and you're thinking about retention. Right. Um, and and like I said earlier, I know the upper echelon leadership in our military, specifically in the Army Reserve, or I know their policies. I feel like I know their policies, and I'm hoping that they're knocking on doors in D.C. to try to get all of this um, figured out as quickly as possible. I hope you're right, and I'm sure they are, because it, it, it could be just as simple as it was an oversight, and this actually goes back to passing a bill— hastily without properly vetting it without you know giving it the due diligence necessary and and i don't think this necessarily even falls on the military i think it falls on congress for not doing their job and following proper order where they would have caught this mistake if you ask me um colonel before i i let you go i did want to ask you i saw you've got a new book coming out uh delete the adjective a soldier's adventures in ranger school it it talks from just the synopsis that i read it really talks about your the emphasis of the book, if I'm correct, is about proving your merit should always trump your labels, which is a phenomenal concept, especially in a society where so many are obsessed with their label and not your merit. Um, the book, is it, it's just come out, correct? Is that right? So officially it comes out January 31st. Okay. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yes, sir. And can you tell us a little bit about it and where folks can find it? Yeah, so primarily it'll be on Amazon.com, where where all books seem to live. <laughs> there is going to be an Audible version um, out later. Uh, I, I'm also selling fine copies off my website, deletetheadjective.com. But more about the book is I tried not to get very preachy in the actual manuscript, talking about the importance of deleting the adjective, but the concept is to tell a story to help people understand that just because I'm 140 pounds, 145 now after Christmas, <laughs> uh, and only five foot four, that doesn't mean I should be automatically excluded from the military's premier leadership training. And I say that because a lot of arguments against, let's say, women in combat arms have been, well, are they strong enough? Or could they do this activity? Or could they live in the woods for an extended period of time? 
Well, my question to you is, is that the requirement or is gender the requirement? Because if that's the requirement, if it's strength, if it's, you know, mental and physical toughness, uh, the ability to live in austere environments, then that's not a male or female thing. There are, there are men that are smaller than me. There are men that can lift less than me. There are men that are less resilient. So being a male shouldn't be the divider. It should be all of the qualities that we need for our forward operating forces. And that's really the underlying message behind delete the adjective. But hopefully it's just some good stories for most people to enjoy and giggle at and kind of maybe maybe be a little shocked by what goes on behind closed doors sometimes. Well, and I love the concept because, you know, keep in mind, we had a Supreme Court justice nominee who couldn't define a woman. And in this case, we have someone who's trying to point out that just because of a label, you shouldn't be uh, exempted from something. And I think you're absolutely right. I think it should be based on merit. It should be based on whether or not you can do the job, regardless of your label, regardless of your, you know, whatever. Uh, and I, I think it's a great idea. D- d- delete the adjective is the name of the book, A Soldier's Adventures in Ranger School. You can be found on Twitter at delete the ADJ for delete the adjective. And the website again is delete the adjective.com, correct? Yes, sir. That is correct, John. Colonel, I appreciate you. Thank you again for, for joining us this evening and, and carry on the fight. And again, thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. It's been my pleasure. You know, I need another cup of coffee this evening. <laughs> You're listening to The Tara Show on 106.3 WORD. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to The Tara Show on 106.3 WORD. You know, it's the sad part about this whole mandate deal is the double standard here. I, it's so obvious what the Biden administration is doing, and I, I hope she's right uh, when the colonel said that she believes that the senior military personnel are going to side with the members of the military. I, I think that's right, that they will ultimately make the exception, or rather... <laughs> undo the exception, because clearly the legislative intent was not to carve out and force reservists and guard to take the jab. No one, no one should be forced to take a vaccine in order to keep their job. I mean, it's just asinine. The whole thing is is asinine. And it's un-American. It's not democratic. And yet it, it's it's part of this autocratic bureaucracy that the Democrats have been pushing ever since they got into power. And again, it goes back to what I said in the very first hour when you talk about this, the whole mindset of this of the party, the, the liberal Democrat party that for decades ran on choice and you have to have choice, but it's only choice when it comes to the things that they want us to choose, like killing babies. You can't have choice when it comes to education outside of the public school system. Can't have choice when it comes to, oh, I don't know, say a vaccination or carrying a gun concealed. You can't have choice on even purchasing a handgun. No, that has to be controlled. That has to be strictly enforced. But you have to have choice when it comes to murdering a baby. So hopefully that this mandate 
exist, you know, will no longer apply to the guard. We'll see. I've heard that they're making that they've got a new memo coming out that it's going to, you know, that the, the mandate exemption or the mandate exception will include the guard and reservists. We'll see. Uh, it just it depends. I, I you know, I the sad part in in all of this is because of this administration and because they have the way they have treated all of us over the last few years. I don't feel we can trust them. I don't trust anything that comes out of them. I certainly don't trust anything that comes out of the White House and Karine Jean-Pierre. I mean, anything they say has to be taken with a grain of salt. I, I literally, there's not a word that comes out of her mouth and the White House press office that I believe is truthful. I think they lie like a carpet. <laughs> and... There's no way of trusting what comes out of that department. You're listening to The Terror Show on 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. We'll be back right after this. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.